This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus Murray from Black, Married, and Debt Free. And yes, you have heard correctly. Shira Murray and I have decided to step out into the podcast world to share with you some really, really dope content. For those of you who do not follow us on our YouTube channel, shameless plug, Shira and I are a 30-something millennial couple that paid off over $110,000 in debt in 2017. And we are passionate about sharing exactly how we did that with others. In this episode, you guys get to come along for a road trip with Shira and I. We have a great conversation in regards to children in retirement. Are they a retirement plan or are they a retirement hindrance? A recent USA Today article talks about how many parents are sacrificing their retirement to help their adult children. You don't want to miss this one. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with Shira. We're taking a little trip down to the Bay Area. We're celebrating our 12th year anniversary, so we wanted to take you guys along with us. And, you know, we were just in the car. Uh, Shira was kind of scrolling through Instagram, you know, doing what we do, and she came across the post. And, you know, I had read an article on a similar topic uh, a couple weeks back. This particular post says... And I'm going to censor myself here. Your children are not a D retirement plan. And you know, that's an interesting topic I thought would be cool to broach. I, the article that I read a few weeks ago, Shire, was um, pretty much saying how more parents in this, I don't want to call them senior citizens, but yeah, you know, in that age bracket, 55 and above, are finding themselves going into debt, taking in their college age kids after college or you know kids that just moved back home you know because they uh, had some issues out there in the real world I guess now what do you think about this what, what, what do you have to say about this is, is is using your kids as a retirement plan a cultural thing um, I know in the black community that's not something that we really that's not something that happens with us like kids are never a retirement plan for us if anything they're a liability but uh, child, why don't you speak a little bit on that I think the word use your children, the word use um, has a negative connotation to it. If someone is using someone else, it almost suggests as if someone is taking advantage. So when I hear the word don't use your children, not to say that there aren't parents that have toxic behaviors, but when I hear the word use, it just really struck me. And I think that's what Instagram posts are meant to do. They're supposed to catch your eye, right? And that's what articles are supposed to do. They're supposed to catch your eye. But when you hear that post, it makes me think of the cultural dynamics and the dynamics that exist within other cultures where it is culturally and socially acceptable in some cultures to take care of your parents. And those types of families that live together, multi-generational families, there are some benefits to that. In that, a lot of those uh, families 
have more wealth because they're pooling their wealth and and I'm not an expert on those cultures but you know we've had friends and they just say this is part of our culture and for some folks it's a burden right to have to take care of an, an aging parent um, so all in all I know that I don't want to be a burden to my children but at the same time I think the best thing that black families can do is stay together not not saying it's an open invitation for my mom to move in with me but my 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 greatest joy my greatest my greatest wish would be to tell my mom you don't have to go into work tomorrow because i got you i got you and if you go but i think it's interesting the story that you brought up because they're on two different ends of the spectrum so one is the kids are caring for the parents and then the other side of it is that the parents have raised the kids and now the kids have returned home and they're reparenting or they're parenting adults. So the story, so they're on both, um, both ends of the spectrum, but I think they're both really interesting and some great dialogue can come out of that. Sure. That's a good point. And, and you kind of, I want to dig deeper into something you said into a philosophy that, uh, I think African Americans have. So I had a uh, had a lot of Hmong friends at my last job that I worked at, and you know I kind of entrenched myself in their culture. I like to learn a lot about different cultures and stuff like that. So them, the way they uh, kind of did it was their parents would have the children, and the I believe the youngest child would stay in the house and kind of marry, you know, find someone that they marry and move and still live with the parents and kind of take care of their parents. And I always thought that was a cool thing. And with African-Americans or with black folks, um, you know, I'm, I consider myself an expert. In, You're not an expert. <laughs> There's so much diversity within. Yes, absolutely. African-Americans are not a monolithic group, so this is different for everybody. But um, from my experience, we're all about, at 18, A, you need to go out and do your own thing. Or at 21, you need to, hey, you need to find be finding somewhere else to live. Or you always we always have that threat of if you don't like, if you don't like my rules, hey, you get your own house. And I feel like is that something that is cultural? And if so, why do we why don't we have more, you know, uh, multifamily situations in the black community? Why is that a why is that a cuss word for us? So I like how you came about your own question saying why. And there's something called the five whys. And it basically says that if you ask why five times, and you'll be able to get to the root cause of what is actually happening. So if you have a parent who says, okay, when you're 18, you're grown, you need to leave. Well, let's look at that situation and let's ask why. Now, I'm in a hypothetical realm right now. Got you. But let's ask why. So maybe it was because his father told him that when he, he was 18 that he had to leave. And then you ask why again. And it was because, well, his father said, hey, you're 18. It's time for you to, to get out on your own. And back in those days, you married at 17, 18. So then let's go back another generation and ask why. And so I think that when you 
have a question like that, it's not a simple answer without really going back and asking why. And I think that's key. That's key to where we are in this unique point of time that we have these behaviors, we have these ideas, and we never ask why. And when you start to ask why, even in your own life, I think that you can learn a lot about yourself. And now we're talking about an even broader topic. We're talking about it culturally. You start to ask why, and then we can really examine that why and say, well, do we want to maintain those behaviors now that we know the historical background? And when we do that, you know, it can change change our behaviors it could change our thoughts just by having a deeper understanding of why that is a great point Sean. i totally agree when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You may mention a bit earlier about how we were kind of on two different sides. of we, I talked about the article that I read that stated uh, that, you know, a lot of 55 and older individuals are finding themselves going back into debt taking care of their kids and not being able to enjoy their retirement or really prepare uh, like they should for their retirement what is your take on that how do you feel about that what we have two kids okay our oldest let's take our oldest Cameron he, he goes away to college and he comes back and you'll be in your late 50s at that moment or, or mid 50s uh, you know something around there he comes back home why would an individual go into debt simply by bringing their kids back into the house is that just a mismanagement of money on their part or what you know why are these people going into debt what's your take on that well i'm not exactly sure why they would need to go into debt so i think i'd have to take a look at that article a little bit closer um if a child is an adult child and they are returning home there should be some type of agreement that is discussed. Um, I know we had uh, someone that we know that had an adult child move back in and the parent sat down with that child and crafted an exit plan. And we just thought that was hilarious at the time, but now it's, you know, some years later, like that makes perfect sense. You can move back in, but what's your plan? Okay, so are you going to work? What are you going to do to contribute to to the bills. I think that um, it's unfortunate for a person to go into debt to care for a child. And this also speaks to the importance of teaching your child life skills when they're in the home with you. Teach them how to, you know, go out, live on your own. This is how you pay bills. This is how you budget. These are things that you need to consider. Maybe you might need a roommate considering your financial situation and so we need to get it right our goal as parents is to get it right the first time right so that I'm equipping my kids with the information with the skills and knowledge that they need so that they can be successful you know when they go off to college or if they decide to enter the workforce or whatever it is that they decide to do that they'll have the right tools to do it successfully the 
other side to this is that we've talked about this and we, we, we're going to have an open door. You know, we do want to enjoy our retirement, but we understand that the world is changing and that the world of today is probably going to be a lot different for them when they are our age. And we don't know exactly what the world is going to look like. And so because of that level of uncertainty, we are open to the idea that if our children need our support, then we'll be there for them. But we're also committed to equipping them with the tools that they need to be successful. I think that's great, Shire. It's all about finding a balance. Uh, a balance between enabling and a balance between equipping your kids to be self-sustaining. And I think that's what we're all trying to strive for. Uh, you know, going back to the uh, the post that spoke about your kids are not your retirement plan, you know, I somewhat agree with that because what you want to do for your kids or what I'm striving to do and what you're, me and you together are striving to do is to leave our kids with something. Uh, the scripture that we always go back to, I'm, I'm going to... I'm not sure where it's found, I'm going to paraphrase it, but a wise man or a good man leaves behind an inheritance for his children, you know. Uh -uh, that's I'm not going to let you mess do. up the word. Come on, Shia, help me out with this. It's a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Yes. For, not, not just for his kids, but the kids that his kids is going to have, okay? Right, right. So that is, a, like, I feel that might be... A, Another topic, but it's a good word for us here today because even scripture, and you might not be a Christian, but even scripture lets us know that you need to be thinking not just for today, but also for tomorrow. And not only be thinking about today and tomorrow, but you need to be planning for today and for tomorrow. I know that we live in a society where every person is like for themselves. How much can I get? How much can I store? And nobody better ask me for anything. But I think that there should we need to we need to shift that mindset, um, especially in our community. Not to say that we're going to give everything that we have away, or that we're going to um, frivolously spend. But there should be some level of responsibility that we have for each other. And I, it feels weird even even saying that, but I think that that is really needed. I mean, I think a lot of it goes back to uh, slavery time, you know, with that, within the black community. We are so used to not having, so when we were finally able to acquire things of our own, I feel like we take on this mindset of, you know, hey, I got to keep this for myself, you know. You know, you want to store it up, you know, because we're so used to not having for so many years. And then now when we're in this place where we are successful and we are, you know, doing well, it's hard for us to get to have that selfless mindset that you're speaking of now. And I think maybe, you know, it goes deep. Like how you said, how many times you got to ask why five times to really find out, man, why is our mindset like this? So I think what you're saying is good. And uh, I totally agree with that. Yeah. And I know I've had a conversation with some folks and when you really go back in time is you know Africa was many countries many tribes we have tribal communities and then you take us out of that and say go fend for yourself wow and that's just not 
that's not us on so many different levels. So it's like, how can we get back to that community thinking? How can we get back to, um, you know, caring for each other? And I know a lot of people, they talk about group economics. How can we get to that place? And not to say that we have the answer here on today's podcast, you know, but it's just some food for thought. Um, But going back to the posts, I think that posts are there to make us think, to help us to be more aware of where we are, whether it's financially or where we are in our personal development and growth. And I think that it's always good to have self-reflection. I think a lot of times we go through life, but we don't think about situations that we've encountered. We don't think about what we're thinking about, you know, but... You know, I go to IG to be entertained. I know a lot of people do. But to some degree, when you come across a statement like that, that really makes you think, I can appreciate it. And that's what we're here to do. We're just here to have discussions and and to kind of talk about topics that we're seeing. And like you said, you scroll on IG, you're going to see some things that sometimes are like, what? And some things that are very thought-provoking and, you know, build good conversations like the one we're having here. Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and rate this particular podcast on whatever platform you're streaming this. Rate this five stars. Write great reviews. Anything that you can do to help us, we really, truly appreciate it. All right. So for Black, Married, and Debt Free, this is Marcus Murray signing off. Until next time. All right. I'll let you guys later. Peace.